social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dePietro.com. This portion of the program brought to you by Competition Shooting Supplies. Folks, look at the smash and grabs, the violence. Uh, they're letting the inmate uh, inmates out of prison. Our cities are running amok. You need to protect yourself. Stop it and see our guy, the defender of the faith, John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Look for them on Facebook. He updates the Facebook page a lot and get an idea of what he has. And also, remember, he will he will buy or sell. Maybe you want to sell some firearms on consignment or maybe you just feel that you have some firearms you're not using or maybe you inherited someone passed away that had a collection whether it's one or three or ten uh contact them firearms ammunition accessories competition shooting supplies 401-727-1716 located 435 benefit street in Pawtucket. folks i encourage you to visit the website depetro.com we have original stories it's also an easy way to get a hold of me and you could do some christmas shopping that's right the shop is open at depetro.com in uh depetro.com and remember one of our sponsors is the Senadale revival comfort food and cocktails 2025 smith street in north providence uh i'll tell you shane runs a great place stop it and see them at the Senadale revival i want to go to some of the sound that we have and some of the sound has to do i talked about this a little bit yesterday but this um it, uh, i want to give credit to uh, jonathan swan of axios that sat down with the member of the squad that representative talib and listen to her and he breaks down exactly this whole business of the breathe act and this is something that should be asked of all rhode island politicians by the way if they support this you'd be shocked at the number of the ones that do and it has to do with folks and i want you to listen to this because this is the democrat party this is the democrat party open up the doors release everyone they want to have in the next 10 years everyone that's in prison is released to society do you want that that's what the squad wants that's what aoc wants that's what the progressives want that is the democrat party that's what they are working towards let's listen this is the interview um it's a program on uh, axios on hbo but with jonathan swan and this uh, representative talib listen to her you endorsed as, uh, the breathe act which yeah. is a series of proposals to transform america's criminal justice system mm -hmm. and create quote a roadmap for prison abolition the Breathe Act proposes emptying federal detention facilities within 10 years. To what extent have you wrestled with any potential downsides of releasing into society every single person who's currently in a federal prison? Yeah, I, again, I think that everyone's like, oh my God, we're going to just release everybody. That's not That's what, what the Yeah, says. but did you see how many people are mentally ill that are in prison right now? No, I know, but the act that you so endorsed keep, actually gonna, says release everyone. In but 10 in 10 years. years, but think about it. Who are releasing? But there are like human traffickers. Oh, I know. Child sex. So, but I you're mean, saying, do you mean that you don't actually support that? Because no, you, you endorsed the bill. No, I endorsed the Breathe Act and looking at federal uh, the policies and how we incarcerate. Absolutely. But it says in there. But you cannot. You cannot. You cannot just blankly say, oh, look, she wants... That's not what I'm... But that's like in plain text. But it? what I'm saying is look at who's in prison now. No, look at the I folks that are mentally ill, that I, have substance abuse but, problems. But I'm not have, disagreeing with you that there are people who Yeah, who but then why aren't you asking me about them? You're asking me about the human no, traffickers and others that no, should be... No, I'm trying to understand. No, no, no. What I'm trying to understand is your, your proposal is so sweeping. It does, oh, oh, it does release yeah. everyone. And what I'm trying to say to you is... Within 10 years, and yeah. obviously there's a process of looking at how can we get away from mass incarceration. Sure. And is this unbelievable with what's going on right now? Have you heard about all the smash and grabs? Because of it, the big place of doing it is California, but other places, big group gathers. They even in San Francisco, they blocked off the street and you get a large mob and they run in and just steal. See, California, and now... The governor of California, Gavin Newsom, he's now saying that they're going to try to put an end to this, these smash and grabs. But in California, they they outlawed shoplifting as a felony. They make it that it's just a misdemeanor. You can steal up to one thousand dollars and it's just it's it's a misdemeanor. 
maybe if you're even caught, you, you pay a fine. But the thing you have to understand about a misdemeanor is many times, as you can imagine, police don't even go after people if, in fact, they're just being charged with um, a, a misdemeanor. So um, it, it's disgraceful. I think it also illustrates that there are there's basically to me, there's like two communities. There's two Americas that are setting up. One is those that recognize Kyle Rittenhouse went to help out. He went to stop uh, the arsonists and the looters and the rioting and businesses that had a right to protect themselves. So you have that America. And then you have the, the America that feels he shouldn't have been there. He's a white supremacist. And then try to argue that it's okay for people to steal. These are the, the, the conflicting um, viewpoints right now in the country. By the way, also, Dan McGowan in the Boston Globe, who we're going to talk to tomorrow, in a new poll, President Biden, this is important, President Biden has a 51% approval rating in Rhode Island. This is some now again, it's not the accurate, but it's the most recent poll they have. Now, what's interesting about that is it dropped eight points from June. So in June, they're saying President Biden, who handily won the state. Uh, well, if you believe the vote totals, believe the vote totals. Uh, Trump had 40. Biden had whatever it was, 54, something like that. 56, 54, I think. Trump 40. Uh, so I, I, I believe it was closer. I don't think Biden really had all those votes. But uh, but if you believe that. Now, I, as I have said, I believe they're saying that in June, Biden had a 59% approval rating in Rhode Island. Now it's down to 51%. Now, I think it's even lower than that. However, this goes along with what I said, which is Governor McKee is strutting around, by the way, still on vacation, and he believes he has a 59% approval rating. I think those numbers are old. I think Governor McKee is more parallel with President Biden. And maybe even a little bit below that. If Biden fell eight points since June in this polling number, and he's at 51 percent, the the, the um, morning console poll that has Governor McKee at 59 percent, a lot of that polling was done in July. And Governor McKee's controversies started in August, rolled into September, and then now continue through November. So Governor McKee is off on this two-week vacation or 12 days thinking he is close to a 60% approval rating. I, I'm going to argue, I believe his approval rating is below 50%. I think it's, if Biden fell eight points, it's very easy to make the argument, and, and understandably so, that Governor McKee, that he also fell. I think he fell more than that. I think Governor McKee is below 50, um, hovering around there. So, I mean, he's not yet as unpopular as Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo was, and I don't know if he would ever be that unpopular. Raimondo at times was either 34% approval rating, 36% approval rating. And then, folks, what makes that outrageous is we're supposed to believe that when she was reelected, she got, uh, you know, what was it, 53, 54% of the vote? Like, there's no way that she got that many votes. But Governor McKee, I think, he, I would argue, I think his approval rating mirrors president biden because they you know biden's numbers just continue to go down and if biden's at 51 percent or even i think even below that now with the high price of gas uh and the problems with that just continue and just even incompetency i i think governor mckee there's no as i've been saying i don't believe he's at 59 60 percent there's no way that was done in july before everything started to kind of collapse on the mckee administration Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show brought to you by the Coesed Inn. Great meals waiting for you at the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. If you link into the website, dipietro.com, lunch, dinner, drinks, the lounge, you can um, uh, see their great menu. I want to go back in more sound. This is Van Jones uh, with Chris Cuomo. Black Americans don't have the right to self-defense in the same way as Kyle Rittenhouse. They, I don't have a Second Amendment in the same way. This is all untrue, by the way lot of shock and, and anger and frustration uh, from the black community and, and from progressives is there's never been an african-american kid you think of 400 years of, of, of provocations and bad stuff that's happened and threats against us there's never been an african-american kid that walked around with an a ar-15 and shot three people and got held as a hero ever and it will never happen 
And so there's just from the very beginning a sense that uh, uh, there's, there are two, there's a two-tier system here where we don't have the right to self-defense in the same way. I don't have a Second Amendment right in the same way. If Van Jones walked down the street with an AR-15, you know what you say about me? It sure was nice knowing Van Jones because I'm not going to have a chance to explain. You know, that, that is a continuing to be a false narrative. This whole notion, if Kyle Rittenhouse were black, he, he, he would have gotten life in prison. If Kyle Rittenhouse was black, they wouldn't have chased him. They were chasing him because they saw a, a young, innocent-looking white kid. And they probably felt they could get his gun away from him. That's why they were chasing him. And by the way, where Cicilline is so off base is what Cicilline put in his tweet. Peaceful protest. He was chasing people down. All false. It was rioting. They did $50 million worth of damage during these, yeah. these riots. You can see the footage of it. The fires are unbelievable. They were lighting businesses on fire. So different business owners... You know, we're thinking, I, I need to find some people, if we could, who would volunteer to stand guard in front of my business. Because the police, the governor was telling, basically telling the police to just let them riot and let them do things. And they were trying to control them. But it's tough to control a crowd in a riot. This was, by the way, the Rittenhouse thing was night three. Night three. But that is a false narrative. If Kyle Rittenhouse was black, he'd be getting life in prison. If Kyle Rittenhouse was black, they wouldn't have chased him. They, they wouldn't have chased him, and, and this wouldn't have happened. They went after him. They saw a young white kid, and they probably thought they could get his weapon away from him. They were wrong. But the footage was never in doubt that he was being pursued. On the video, you can see him running away. He was running towards the police line. Rosenbaum is going after him. Rosenbaum threw a bag that he had at him. The other people, they, they call him the jump kick guy that kicked him in the head. And then uh, the other one that was shot and killed that was then hitting him with his skateboard. You know, and if you if anyone really knows, a skateboard is heavy. Skateboard have like the base and the wheels and hitting him in the head. I mean, you could beat someone to death. It's like having a large skateboard, and especially the skateboard this guy had. Uh, Anthony Huber was was heavy and he's, you know, uh, racking him with it. So th this whole narrative, they're not dealing in reality. And by the way, they're also they're not they're allowed to not deal in reality. Of course, he's on with Chris Cuomo. At no point does he say, uh, yeah, but, you know, wait a minute. That doesn't make sense. And yesterday in Kenosha, there was a mother, uh, excuse me, a father and daughter walking along. What do you think? And they were uh, African-American and and um, and they had AR-15s. No one arrested them. I mean, Wisconsin is an open carry state. Now, something else that also stood out in the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, interview is the shameful, and we're going to talk to our legal expert, Tim Dodd, about this tomorrow, but the actions of Lynn Wood and John Pierce, who I don't know as much, but Lynn Wood, the famed attorney, and the scam that they were running. Family. Listen to uh, him tell Tucker How this. How long were you there? I was in jail for 87 days, and... This goes as follows in with Lynn Wood, who Lynn Wood was raising money on my behalf, and he held me in jail for 87 days, disrespected my wishes, put me on media interviews, which I should never have done, which he said, oh, you're going to go talk to the Washington Post, which was not a good idea, along with John Pierce. They said I was safer in jail instead of at home with my family, and then after I'm billed. Your lawyer said that. My lawyer said that. John Pierce and Lynn Wood. 87 days is a long time to be in jail. It, it was it was very long. I lost a lot of weight in there. I, I, I since then gained it back. I know the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but 87 days of not being with my family for defending myself and being taken advantage to, being used for a cause by these by John Pierce and Lynn Wood trying to solicit not solicit trying to raise money so they can take it for their own benefit not trying to set me free so you think they could have raised the money for bail faster but they didn't um i believe it i believe uh, sometime in september september 5th i want to say they had over a million dollars and bail was set and able to be posted in september so they could have had me sign the waiver for extradition and had me back in Wisconsin, and I could have been bailed out 
by mid-September, but they wanted to keep me in jail until November 20th. What was that like? It was it was scary in jail. Like you had to watch over yourself and not a lot of people liked me in jail until they the funny thing is a lot of people didn't like me in jail but they got to hear like my story and they got to understand me like stop the tape just for a moment folks i want you to understand that now that lynn wood who i've been saying for a while now i've been criticizing that guy all year i don't know what happened to that guy but he he somehow lost his mind i hope everyone understood what they were doing they realized that if they if he was released from jail then people stop donating. They they need to do an accounting and find out what these two men did with the money. They were raking in a ton of money. This happened, the whole situation with Kyle Rittenhouse happened in late August. By first week, mid-September, they had over one million in donations. But those two kept him locked up. And then they raised, they just kept raising money for themselves. See, when they would go and contact people and have it in the news. The story was more effective. They could raise more money by him remaining locked up. He didn't have to be in jail for 87 days. That's that's crazy. He could have been out the first week of September. They had enough money. These two, they need to be investigated. I I mean, to me, we'll find out from Tim Dodd. That sounds like something they should be disbarred. That Lynn Wood, that guy is, I don't know what happened to him. He is bad news. And these are very serious allegations. Now they're trying to fight they want to keep the money that was raised they feel they raised it that money should have gone you know there were opportunists that jumped in on this you're talking about you know kyle and his parents don't know any better these two show up on the scene high profile attorneys and they're going to take care of the whole thing and they just view this as an opportunity to raise money for themselves for themselves so who knows how much they really raised I mean, these two guys, they may have raised $5 million, and then they're just keeping it. And then telling Kyle Rittenhouse, who's in jail, they realize the donations keep flowing in the longer that he's locked up. All right, let's go back. This is Kyle Rittenhouse on with Tucker. He's actually a really decent person. I'm not this person that the media... Talk about himself in jail. And it, it was scary, but I was able to make friends, I'd say acquaintance in jail and like play spades card games with them amazing so you're in jail for 87 days do you have a sense of how your case is being talked about in the outside world um not really when i'm in jail but once i am bailed out john pierce said i was in an unorganized militia which is just blatantly false i didn't know what a militia was wait your lawyer said you were in a militia john pierce said that and it's blatantly false how i don't i didn't know what a militia was until after the fact until november like 25th after i was watching some of the interviews he did i was like i'm not in a militia i don't know what that is (laughs) I'm sorry to laugh. And I was like, what the heck? And I'm like, no wonder people are saying I'm in a militia. It's because he painted that narrative, which he should never have gone there. Well, yeah, it's untrue. Exactly. You know, I I feel for, that was Kyle Rittenhouse on with uh, Tucker Carlson. I feel for for, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Number one, he shouldn't have been charged. And then number two, we learn that these two attorneys... Uh, Lynn Wood, who is just that guy, I, I started seeing last January, he just, or December even, he started just going off the rails. He was the first one that I saw posting about Vice President Pence, and then he wanted to do harm to him. Uh, I don't know what is the deal with Lynn Wood. Remember, he was paired up with Sidney Powell, but that guy, um, he, there's, there's something off about that individual. His actions are beyond questionable. And more than now you hear this about Kyle Rittenhouse, there need to be ramifications. You know, his actions last year. And by the, I would have people going after me on social media who don't even know Lynn Wood. And they're just like defending him. How dare you say that? Lynn Wood, da, 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 like as if he, yeah, they were taking advantage of this young kid who got caught up in this whole wave of things. And President Biden owes him an apology. I mean, it's not going to happen. I'm sure the legal people are telling Biden, don't even comment on it. Uh, so it won't do any good. But President Biden owes him an apology. Folks, this portion of the program, again, visit our website, dipetro.com. Brought to you by Brood Awakenings, 1395 Atwood Avenue in Johnston. Uh, stop in and see them. Now, there's there's that location. You also have 
location, uh, the brand new Brood Awakenings, 100 Westminster in Providence. You have Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, and then also Bald Hill Road. Fresh ingredients, the brood difference, cozy environment, drive through both Warwick and also in uh, Johnston. Stop in and see them. I'm a big fan of everything they do at Brood Awakenings. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident, someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen, whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender bender, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best, and if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401 401- 272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired, 401 272 3340. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once in a lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays, 65% off all week long. One year interest free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. Well, health continues to be an important part of our daily lives. That's why you need to stop in and see the queen of health. It's Maria. It's my health because it's your health. But it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Look for her on Facebook. You can also call her at 401-305-3585. You know where she is, right in that very majestic old white church diagonally across from Davidport Restaurant. It's my health. And inside, pop in. You'll see vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like acai, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Wait till you see the selection. Over 250 bulk herbs, teas, spices purchased by the ounce plus boxed herbs and teas plus hemp and CBD products. Stop in natural skincare products, hair care products. It's my health, because it's your health. Stop it and see Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Joining us right now, he has a new book out in Trump time. It is Peter Navarro. Peter, first of all, congratulations on the book. Uh, take us through the process that you decided to write this book in the first place. I think it goes back to the very beginning now I, I was only one of three senior white house officials who was with the president all the way from the campaign in 2016 where i served as his uh, chief economic advisor all the way to the end of what we like to say uh, the end of his first term and it, it, what was interesting is early in 2017 when i came into the white house i was shocked I don't get shocked easily, but I was shocked by how many people inside the perimeter, inside the White House, inside the administration, were actually actively disloyal to the president and his agenda, who disobeyed the chain of command. I thought at that point, you know what, I'm going to be part of history in some small or large way, um, so I better keep a daily journal. And that's what I did. Every night when I came home, no matter how tired I was, I wrote kind of what what happened that day. And the In Trump Time book... Uh, the in Trump time means as quickly as possible exp- expression I coined. The in Trump time book describes the last year uh, of the administration during during the plague year. And um, I think the beauty of the book is it finally provides an insider's account. It offers the truth of what actually happened and the, the gulf between what people have read about in the in the fake news and the corporate media versus, the actual reality about the president himself, about 
the evil Tony Fauci, about the betrayal of the president by the vice president, Mike Pence, about what communist China actually did to us in terms of attacking America with the virus, and about what happened on both November 3rd and November 6th. Uh, that's what the interim time book really is about. It's a book, I think, of both revelations, but also indictments. And um, today, uh, I'm honored to be on your show, because today is the day the book actually officially uh, publishes. Folks, again, we're speaking with Peter Navarro, his new book in Trump Time, Journal of Americans Plague Year. Peter, you write about your uh, first encounter with with Dr. Fauci. What can you tell us about that? Chapter two of In Trump Time, let's take you right into the iconic situation room. It's January 28th, 2020. We're at the, the dawn of the pandemic. There's really only three people in the White House who are taking this pandemic seriously at this point. It's the president, myself, and the national security advisor, Robert O'Brien. And the president has dispatched me on a very, very important mission, which is to go to the sit room and convince the White House Coronavirus Task Force, Mason at the time, to support the ban on travel from China. This would turn out to be one of the most prescient and courageous decisions of the president, would save millions of lives. But at that point, the, the, he had a lot of opposition. So he sends me, I'm the tip of the spear, I'm this tough guy. I go in, the staff's down at the end of the table, he's chairing the meeting. I got one of, I, I love Mike Pompeo, but the people who worked for him were, were just a lot of hacks. And I had one of his hacks by my left shoulder across the way the, uh, the Orville Redenbacher doppelganger and Robert Redfield, the CDC head, uh, just one of the most bumbling bureaucrats I've ever met. And you had Azar there, right? So I knew I was going to have problems with the four of these guys. But across from me, there's this little guy, little round glasses, didn't know he walked on water, didn't know he was a saint. He was just a guy, right? And two minutes in, I'm in a violent argument with him. <laughs> and he keeps insisting that, he keeps insisting that travel bans don't work. Like a parent, like I'm, I'm I'm going, dude. And I actually said to him, dude, it's like, uh, dude, it's like you mean to tell me that if you got twenty thousand Chinese nationals coming in a day, uh, many from Wuhan, many of them lit up like a Christmas tree with virus, that it, it's like come on down, like let them in, right? No, 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 we're not doing that. So. The, yeah, the meeting erupted, it ended like in total chaos um, with me fighting him and Mulvaney and everybody else. But but at the, at the end of the day, I'm looking at this guy and I'm thinking he thinks he's smarter than he is, which is dangerous. But but I knew right then, I knew right then he was going to hurt both the nation and the president. But here's the interesting thing about that story uh, in the In Trump Time book. It's the lie not the Congress, which which Fauci did, but was the lie of omission. Let me let me explain something that, that people need to understand in this country very clearly. At the at, by that point, early in the pandemic, Fauci already knew that he was culpable in the pandemic. What did we know right then? We knew that the, the virus came from Wuhan. We knew that the virus popped up within yards of a Wuhan bioweapons lab. We knew that Fauci funded that lab through grants we knew that he authorized gain of function experiments at that lab which which were capable of turning harmless bat viruses into human killers and here's the here's the kicker he received an email from a top scientist that very month that told him flat out this thing was genetically engineered the lie of omission, the big lie of omission of Tony Fauci was not to tell me, the president, and the task force that that thing likely came from the lab. He never raised that issue. It cost millions of lives worldwide, hundreds of thousands of American lives. That man belongs in an orange jumpsuit, not as the <laughs> highest paid bureaucrat and plaque of the Biden administration. Folks, we're speaking with Peter Navarro, his book in Trump Time, a journal of America's plague. Yeah, Peter, I want to tell you, I read a lot of books. I don't know if you realize how funny you are. I was literally laughing out loud <laughs> reading this book. And it sounds, you know, as I'm out talking to you, I can now I can picture your voice as I was reading it. I mean, folks, it is such like a straight from the hip. No B.S. 
Um, Peter, I, I have to ask you, I mean, aren't you, are you surprised that nine months in the Biden administration is already, you know, completely uh, the Titanic, 71% feel he's on the wrong path? I mean, they've already lost their way. Not surprised at all. I, I predicted uh, right after uh, the, the transition of power, I guess you'd call it, that Biden would be gone uh, w- within a year or a year and a half, uh, simply because it's it was obvious to everybody who wanted to look that this man had diminished mental capacity and that he invariably made bad decisions. I mean, that he was known for that in like within the Obama White House. And he surrounds himself with people who have no understanding whatsoever of how economies work. I mean, look, in, in Obama-Biden was eight years of, of massive federal debt, sta- economic stagnation, and flat wages, right? They, 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 so we come along, you know, I'm, I'm out with the, with the boss. We're campaigning on structural change in the economy tax cuts, deregulation, strategic energy dominance, and fair trade. That was our mantra. We, we put that in, and we grow above the forecasts, and real wages rise, particularly for black and brown Americans and blue-collar workers. I mean, and so Biden, Biden comes in and then goes, you know, reverts to the Biden incompetence mean. Doesn't surprise <laughs> me at all. <laughs> and by the way, when I'm, 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 I'm so honored by what you say about when you read the book, um, w- when I wrote the book, I actually dictate, I use voice dictation yeah. software, and I try to write for the ear rather than the eye. It works. So, it works. And, and if you listen to the book, what's fun about the audio book, I, I did the narration myself, as you, as you might expect. I always like the author to do the narration. But I also have some guest voices in there. Uh, as part of it, so it's more like a dramatic production. Oh wow! So Steve Ban- Steve Bannon's in it. Oh boy! Mr. Davis Hanson, uh, the boss has a little cameo. <laughs> Corey Lewandowski absolutely steals the show. Wow! Uh, when he relates the story, I don't know if you remember the book, the story about him being on Air Force One with Dave Bossie. Yes. And how they're reading the riot act to Jared Kushner and, and campaign about not being ready for uh, for the steal that's about to come. Uh, so he narrates that whole thing. So it's 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 kind of a for folks who prefer like the audio books, uh, this one I think you'll find to be a, a little bit of cut above most of what uh, what you're going to get. But I, the, for me, the book submission. I mean, my mission is to take Fauci down. This is the Fauci fire. <laughs> that guy's got to go. I'm sorry. He is he is a murderer. I make the case. Uh, you don't believe me. By the time you get to the end of it, I'll give you double your money back. Uh, we got to hold China accountable, and, and we really do get, have to get to the bottom of what happened on November 3rd and January 6th. This is going to be the first audio book that I'm going to buy, and I hope my family's not listening because you're all getting copies of the book. Folks, it is in Trump time, Journal of America's Plague of Peter Navarro. Peter, I mean, I'm going to have you back. A pleasure to talk to you. Congratulations. I, this is the best book of 2021. Hilarious. Oh, I'm so flattered so, that. All right, Thank Peter. You, sir. Congratulations. Bye-bye. Fall is here. It's going to start to get colder. Folks, call R.E. Coogan and Heating today at 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating, 24-hour emergency service, whether it's plumbing or heating and cooling, helpful, trustworthy, reliable. As Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Call them today, 401-732-6562. You can also find them on Facebook and the website, RECooganHeating.com. They're helpful, trustworthy, reliable residential services. From winter to summer, trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. Service calls, maintenance agreements, call RE Coogan and Heating today. 401 732 6562. It's Coogie. 401 732 6562. Again, look for them on Facebook and then the website recooganheating.com call now keep your home nice and warm gas oil burners 24 emergency service re coogan and heating 401-732-6562 listening to the john DePietro show am 1380 99.9 fm joining us right now to talk about this abc washington post poll he was part of the trump campaign and it's david bossy 
David, uh, when the poll first came out about the Biden administration, I'm just curious, uh, what is it? There's several things that obviously jump out. There's bad news for Biden, good news for the Republicans. I'm just curious if there's some number in that poll that jumped out uh, at you. Well, first of all, good morning. Thanks for having me. the, The polling numbers are just devastating across the board for for joe biden and kamala harris i mean his his approval rating of all americans is at about 33 percent right now uh and and hers is at at about 28 percent those numbers are startling if you're a democrat especially with what happened in virginia and new jersey uh in new york city and all over the country a couple of weeks ago with the elections so you look at you when you look inside the poll you see that Democrats and independents have moved away from the Biden policies because they were never for these policies. They voted for Biden for whatever their reasons were, but they didn't vote for socialism. And that's what they're forcing down the American people's throats right now with all of these wild executive orders and policies that have created in the last 10 or 11 months, all of these problems that the American people see and feel, whether it's the inflation, the crime problem, the border crisis, the Afghanistan debacle, the supply chain crisis, worrying about whether you're going to get a turkey at Thanksgiving and Christmas presents for your kids. The American people didn't sign up for that. And that's what you're seeing in the polling data right now is that it's coming home to roost. And it's really setting the stage for Republicans to have a big year in in the midterms. David, are you surprised that independents have moved so quickly and far away from the Biden administration? Um, no, actually, I'm not. Uh, the The independents were the were the, were the ones who gave and helped uh, elect Donald Trump in 2016. Uh, those independents were who really were hyper focused on the four years of the. Uh, Trump administration by the mainstream media selling um, the Russian hoax story, selling and destroying the Trump administration every day on every policy. It didn't matter what they did, whether it was good or bad in their opinion, they were destroying. They attacked this president for the mean tweets and all the things that some people could agree or disagree with. But the problem is, is that after four years, the mainstream media destroyed Donald Trump and they did no vetting of Joe Biden. Did they? Did the mainstream media do one day of any story? They, they covered up the, the Hunter Biden stuff. They didn't talk about the, 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 the problems inside the Biden uh, campaign. They didn't vet what is, what's their responsibility for the American people. So the, the independents were basically, you know, uh, uh, lied to. And now I think that they've they're recognizing that. And that's why it's not surprising at all that they're bouncing so far back away from the Biden administration, because they don't agree with a socialist uh, America. And that's what they're rejecting. Folks, again, we, uh, it's the John DePietro show. We speak with David Bossie, who was with the Trump campaign. David, what are the Republicans? What, what do you think? That, what are they doing right? Obviously, the messaging resonating. Um, you know, you, you, what are you what are you surprised that? how the Republicans seem to be zeroed in with their messaging? Um, It's a great question. Uh, Part of it is it's capturing the momentum. Um, And that's what happened a couple of weeks ago. Over the last several months, something that, you know, the Republicans didn't plan but just happened um, was the critical race theory and the transgender issue in the Virginia uh, races, right? It, it, we didn't, nobody planned that. No Republican strategist said, well, we're going to do this and that. Now, here's how it's going to work out. Never happens like that. This was an organic parent, mom and dads coming together to school boards saying, this is wrong. Teaching critical race theory is an anti American ideal. And the board, the, the boards, the, the boards of education handled it so wrong, and it allowed the the, the moms and dads that anger um, to to really fester and then explode on election day. And I got to tell you, you know, one of the most powerful things was when the 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 the, the, the young woman who was violently raped in a girl's bathroom in a high school 
by a boy wearing a skirt that then the boy gets transferred to another school where he does it again to another young girl uh, and the school board covered it up in Virginia, in Loudoun County. That exploded when that father was captured on film being tackled by police officers while while uh, act, asking tough questions of the school board. That's really what has resonated. Moms and dads are the Tea Party movement of 2022. They're going to, th- those parents are really the energy that's driving it. It has nothing to do with Sure, are Republican politicians smart enough to understand and capture that energy? Absolutely. But this, these are organic issues, which makes it much more difficult for the Democrats to defend. Folks, again, we're speaking with David Boss. He was with the Trump campaign. David, two things I want to ask you about. One is uh, a poll in Iowa showed that if there was an election held today, President Trump wins Iowa by 10 points over Joe Biden. But what, what are you to make? What are we to make of Chris Christie? With this book tour that he's on, he seems uh, he's got it. Boy, you talk about a short memory. The president embraced him after 2016. He was part of the debate prep. Um, yeah. I, I'm having a tough time watching this and still, you know, I, I he was he was highly regarded. To me, his window was 2012. He chose not to run against Mitt Romney. He lost in 16. I, I People are really disappointed in the former governor from New Jersey. Well, you know, Chris is a um, Chris is a very smart, shrewd guy. Um, I, I, I believe that Governor Christie is making a calculation that President Trump may not run, and if if President Trump does not run, Chris Christie is thinking that he will be well positioned hmm. to uh, make a serious run uh, for the nomination. Uh, if and I think all bets are off if President Trump ends up running for the nomination again for all candidates i mean it doesn't matter who you are right um the numbers just don't add up he has a 90 percent approval rating amongst republican primary voters to think that somebody is going to be able to take him on and win you know i mean who's going to do that charlie baker uh larry hogan <laughs> no chris christie i mean these people they're 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 fine uh, governors in their states uh, they cannot put together a national operation to take on uh the former president David, before I let you go, and again, folks, it's David Bossy. David, you know, it's rare that someone like yourself and that was part of the administration and people sometimes, you know, it's like the George Bailey thing. They wonder, wonderful life, what would happen if they weren't born? In less than one year, people got to see just how quickly things can fall apart. Are, are, you, are you even amazed just how quickly the Biden team has basically t- taken out? I mean, it's really become the Titanic. I don't think they're, they're not coming back from these bad numbers. Well, I, I, look, I want America to succeed just like you do. I want the American people to have a better life. The problem is is that the Democrats are doubling down. Instead of learning from, from Virginia and New Jersey a couple of weeks ago, they're damn the torpedoes full steam ahead. They're, they're going to march right into the gunfire again. And I don't understand. Um, I don't understand why. Um, but uh, we, as Republicans, have to take advantage and win uh, – every single seat possible to end this biden debacle i you know look on fox news yesterday i have a um, op-ed i commend it to people reading and i it's joe biden's misery index compared to jimmy carter's misery index Hmm. and people old enough to remember jimmy carter's misery index that was nothing compared to where we are today and where we're headed so i think that their numbers are only going to get worse i think you're right uh, the, the Republicans are going to do very well in the midterms. We're going to win a lot of seats. We're going to win the House back. We're going to win the Senate back. And that is in a, a year when we have no business winning the Senate back, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Folks, again, he is David. It's fall very soon. The heating season will be here. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas high-efficiency carrier infinity system. J.K.L. Energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency infinity heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L., carrier factory authorized dealer, licensed in both Rhode Island and and massachusetts for 55 years j 
JKL's reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved National Grid VPI installer. JKL is also a Navient certified factory dealer called JKL for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering today at 401 351 7600. They do it right. They do it right the first time. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. JKL 401 351 7600. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays. Sale includes diamonds, diamond engagement rings, diamond earrings, diamond wedding bands, diamond pendants, and bracelets. All at 65% off. All wedding bands, rope, Figaro, Miami Cuban, and puffed Gucci chains. Along with crosses and diamond crosses at 65% off. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off all week long. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers where Rhode Island gets engaged. It is a challenge trying to run your business today, especially if you spend most of your time trying to find the right workers. Instead, let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Right now, are you spending a good amount of your time trying to find the right workers for your business, your company? Call MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals today, 508 508- 336-7801. If you need workers, drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, local, which is aka sleep-at-home drivers, maybe it is drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled labor, office professionals, even in the healthcare business, you can depend on MEGA, MEGA professionals. Call them today, 508 508- 336-7801. How much time are you spending trying to find the right workers for your business? Let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them right now. 508-336-7801 for MEGA professionals. Our segment is Politics This Week. With me is Justin Katz, managing editor at AnchorRising.com. Justin, uh, we're going to wait to see how this plays out, but the mayor of Warwick has stepped forward. And according to the Boston Globe has said, it is true, the work firefighters, close to 400,000, 386, something like that, thousand were taken in overtime that should not have been granted. So they took the money. You know, what's amazing, Justin, is they could easily start docking it out of their pays if they wanted to. But what do you make of this where the mayor has said, you know, it is true, they shouldn't have gotten the money, they should pay it back, but I just don't see a plan of action. Yeah, we had a letter from Rob Cody, who's a local activist in in Warwick, who brought this to light and has been pushing it. And he's saying, all right, well, fine. They they took it. How about getting the money back? And that's an entirely reasonable uh, request to make. And I think that the two the two I take kind of two lessons from this first. Rob Cody ought to be a lot more visible in the news media than he is. I mean, you've got citizen activists spending their time researching things, doing doing analysis of budgets and then persuading the public. This is what democracy is supposed to look like. Uh, that ought to be a something splashed everywhere in a news media, but it's not because he's, he's on the wrong side, apparently. And the, the other thing is that this, the, everything is set up to, to favor the, the labor union. So the, they say we, it was a difference of interpretation of the contract. No, you took the money you shouldn't have even if it was different interpretations, give it back. Uh, but this is, you see this all the time uh, when in Rhode Island, especially at the municipal level, where the, the local government will, or the unions will, will just interpret something the way they want it to be. And at the very least, even if they get caught with their hand in a cooking jar, they can say, oh, well, it was just a matter of interpretation. We'll just keep this money and move forward from here and look for the next scam. And that, that's really a, a trick I think everybody needs to start recognizing. And uh, finally, we got word that uh, former House Speaker Nick Mattiello now, the one year has passed, he is not only a lobbyist, he's injecting himself into the lifespan care New England merger. And Justin, this to me, it just reaffirms uh, many times when someone is in the role of Speaker, at least it was like this with uh, Bill Murphy and Harwood and, uh, and also Mattiello. It's like the clock is ticking and they start giving away, they donate to people's campaigns. They donate 
they give them tick all the reps. They give them tickets. They help their family members get jobs. You build up these this reservoir of IOUs while you are sitting in the speaker's office. Now, now he's a lobbyist. Now he's out of office. Now it's like the bill comes due. Now it's time to collect on those campaign donations, or I got your cousin the job, or I, you know, gave you and your wife tickets to go see uh, the Red Sox at Fenway. Um, what, what do you make of uh, Nick Mattiello now uh, hanging the shingle outside saying open for business? <laughs> well, what cracks me up about it is to see the, the progressives like uh, Jean, was it Janine Culkin on social media saying really outraged at this <laughs> when it's, you know, okay, fine. You want more government. This is what more government looks like. That's you know, right. I, I, it's it's a difficult it's very it's fascinating and I, I think a graduate student could come up with it and political science could could put together a great PhD thesis on it but it's a lot of this is just sort of natural I mean it's to some on one level if you put aside the corruption angle it's it's completely you know understandable and even and even acceptable that you know you he's got a lot of the speaker of the house gains a lot of knowledge about how the system works he yeah. has a lot of relationships that has value and to, to try to you know, make a living off of that value is an entirely reasonable thing. The problem is that it's every, every, we're so comfortable with the giveaways and the handouts and government has its fingers in so much and there's so much money that it becomes corrupt. So this normal thing of relationship building and understanding how a system works and becoming essentially a contractor to work the system for other people, that gets corrupted because the government is just so big and so so powerful and full of so much money and, and influence. And that's where we have to target this. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's understandable. The guy's cashing in, but that shouldn't be how our system works. Yeah. He's, he's taken a, a blueprint out of, you know, both, uh, especially Bill Murphy, uh, Harvard, not so much. And Justin, it's also just, I mean, it was one year ago was the Brit trial that we saw, you know, all the machinations going on behind the scenes of the Mattiello trial and the mail ballots and uh, how forced out, but, Boy, look at that. Within one year, he waits for the, you know, the one year limit and then boom, he's in action. Folks, yep. he is the uh, managing editor at AnchorRising.com and Justin Katz. Justin, great job. Happy Thanksgiving. And we will talk to you again. Happy Thanksgiving. And thanks for a great conversation. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays, 65% off all week long. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Now, while you're there... Uh, there's a lot of exclusive stories, folks. We cover stories the rest of the media ignores. It's real news, whether it's video that we're out at a crime or a protest or various things that are happening, plus other exclusive stories that we break. Log on at the website. That's also the best way to reach me, by the way. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just scroll down a little bit. You'll see a, a button that says Contact John. You can also support the program. You, you can also get some great merchandise in the shop right there at dipetro.com and it's all our links to social media whether it's facebook so you can watch facebook live or also twitter or youtube or instagram so take a minute and then also we have some great sponsors there as well it is a happening check it each day it's dipetro.com